The season is over as the Jets lose to the Bills 27-10. We'll talk about it on today's episode of the Locked On Jets podcast. You are Locked On Jets, your daily New York Jets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Jets podcast for Monday, January 10th, 2022. I'm your host, John B. from GangGreenNation.com. Thank you so much for making this show your first listen each day. And today, our episode is brought to you by OnlineGambling.com, the place to be for all the latest gambling news and tips through the NFL playoffs. Visit OnlineGambling.com NFL to get the edge over the competition throughout this year's playoffs. The season ended yesterday for the Jets, and it kind of did so with a thud as the Jets lost to the Buffalo Bills 27-10 in Buffalo. The Bills repeat as AFC East champions. The Jets finished their 2021 season with a 4-13 record and turned in a really ugly performance. The Jets amazingly only had 53 yards of total offense in this game. Really the only positive I can come away with as far as the offense goes for the Jets, is at least they did not run a quarterback sneak on third and nine. I mean, that's the only good thing I can say about the Jets' offense in yesterday's game. The defensive performance was a little bit more mixed. Very bad at the beginning, very bad at the end. Some moments in the middle, but 27 points nonetheless. So not a very good performance by the Jets in this game yesterday. And I have to say, I think everybody watching this game thought that this was heading for an early blowout because the Bills went right down the field in seven plays on the opening drive of the game. I mean, the first play, the Bills run a screen to Dawson Knox for 17 yards. Devin Singletary breaks a couple breaks free for a 40-yard run. Ashton Davis takes a horrible angle. Then on third and goal from the Jets 10, what did I say in the game preview? It's important to keep Josh Allen under control. It's important to make sure when you have a chance to tackle him, you tackle him. He rolls to his right. Quinnen Williams misses an opportunity to get him. Allen hits Stephon Diggs with a little toe-tap, very bang-bang play in the end zone for a 10-yard touchdown. Buffalo's up 7-0. And then in what was kind of the theme of the day for the Jets, they went quick three and out. The Bills went right down the field, 13 plays. It ended with a field goal. So it was 10-0 Buffalo, and things went from bad to worse for the Jets because they had a punt blocked on the next series. But the defense actually stood tall in, in this sequence, and they ended up getting a fourth down stop. So... At 10-0, the defense kind of stabilized the game, and the Jets were kind of in this thing for a little while. Jets got the ball back, the teams traded punts, and then, for whatever reason, Buffalo's punter forgot how to punt for a stretch in this game. because And this was, this was an amazing sequence. He had a 28-yard punt on 4th and 4, and it got wiped out because of offsetting penalties. And I'm going crazy at Nick Bodden because the Jets were set up. The Jets were set up at midfield. 28-yard punt. And they have to redo the punt. Only the guy kicks it 21 yards. On the redo, it's an even worse punt. So the Jets are in business. They're set up near midfield. And then on third and 10, Zach Wilson throws an off-target pass that somehow Keelan Cole pulls in to set up fourth and five. And that's the difference between going for it and punting it. So the Jets were in a position at fourth and five from the Buffalo 40 to go for it. And Zach Wilson hit Cole again on a quick slant and Cole ran it 40 yards for a touchdown. The two teams exchanged punts again, and then the Jets kind of got soft on defense near the end of the first half. They let the Bills put together an 81-yard drive that ended on the three-yard line, which 
was actually a pretty good play by Bryce Hall because Bryce Hall committed an intentional pass interference, at least what looked like an intentional pass interference penalty near the end of the first half. It's because the Bills were out of time, so he knew that by committing that penalty, they would run out of time for a touchdown, and if he doesn't commit the pass interference penalty on Stephon Diggs, maybe it's a touchdown. So the Jets went to the locker room, amazingly, only down 13-7 to in this game. It was kind of a punting exhibition early in the second half. The Jets were struggling to get anything going on offense. Josh Allen seemed like he was kind of off, and the Jets were doing a pretty good job controlling the trenches. The secondary play was not awful. I think the key sequence of the game, kind of the turning point, came a little more than halfway through the third quarter because Buffalo had to punt again, and their punter fumbled the punt, and the Jets ended up tackling him, and he ended up like getting off like a punt barely that only went for seven yards. So the Jets were in business. They had the ball on the, on the Buffalo 22-yard line, and they were on the verge of perhaps taking control of this game. They're down 13-7, to so a touchdown gives them the lead. Unfortunately, there was a really bad sequence. Zach Wilson missed an open Tevin Coleman down the field. He underthrew him. His mechanics kind of fall apart, which was one of the stories of the game. Then on third down, Wilson took a really awful sack, which was another one of the stories of the game, where he ran out of bounds. He was he was under pressure, and he ran out of bounds rather than throwing it away, taking a, taking a 10-yard loss, which essentially turned a 39-yard field goal into a 49-yard field goal. But don't worry, my new favorite player, Eddie Pinheiro, of course, was automatic for 49. So the Jets cut it to 13-10. to 10. However, as the fourth quarter came along, maybe the Jets' defense wore out. You know, maybe they're just not good enough. Maybe Josh Allen finally clicked in. The Bills put together a pair of touchdown drives. The first one came on the Devin Singletary one-yard run on third and goal from the Jets' one. The second of, of which came on a pass from Devin, uh, Josh Allen to Devin Singletary. And that gave Buffalo a 27-10 to lead. The Jets got the ball back once more. And kind of oddly, considering there were less than four minutes left in the fourth quarter and the Jets were... Within seven, down 17 points, the Jets punted, and you know the Jets were kind of an undermanned team on offense, which was another one of the stories of the game yesterday. They probably did not have a lot of faith in their offense, and maybe they were just trying to get out of this game without suffering another injury because this was a really banged-up team heading into the game. But the Jets punted, and the Bills ran out the clock, so Buffalo wins the division, although Buffalo still would have won the division even if the Jets had beaten them yesterday because the Miami Dolphins defeated the New England Patriots and gave the Bills all the help they needed. But Buffalo wins the game. They finished the 2021 regular season with an 11-6 record, and the Jets finished with a 4-13 record off what really was a pretty ugly performance. I mean, I know the Jets were competitive for stages in this game, but I don't think they really played that well. I mean, certainly on the offensive side of the ball, 53 yards, that's not good enough. On the defense, they had their moments. On the special teams, maybe they had a few moments, but at the end of the day, this is a 17-point loss. But of course, nowhere were the Jets worse yesterday than on offense. And we're going to break down this really ugly performance ahead here on the Locked On Jets podcast. And let's be honest, after a game like that, you probably want to cheer yourself up with a nice built bar. And it is the new year, and that means New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include built bar in your plan as well. Because built bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good you'll want to eat it, unlike other protein bars which can be chalky or waxy or taste like a chemical spill. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, and there are so many delicious flavors. And not only that, they're healthy. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams sugar, 4 grams net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. So go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order if you do that. Again, it's promo code LOCKED15, it's one word with no space, L-O-C-K-E-D, number one, number five, for 15% off at Built, B-U-I-L-T, dot com. 
Well, hopefully, if you had money down on this game, it was not on the Jets performing well on offense. You know, we're all looking for an edge these days, and I'd like to thank OnlineGambling.com for sponsoring today's podcast. If you don't know already, OnlineGambling.com is a website dedicated to giving gamblers the edge. Throughout the playoffs, they're providing you with the best NFL tips, news, and more to help make your bets as informed as possible. OnlineGambling.com gives gamblers the edge by providing the best and most trusted experience online all day, every day, inspiring every gambler in the world to beat the odds. Don't make emotional decisions with your hard-earned dollars. Make informed decisions with information sourced by experts. Be sure to consult OnlineGambling.com before placing your bets. OnlineGambling.com is on a mission to be the world's most empowering gambling and betting site, giving gamblers the edge by providing the best and most trusted experience online all day, every day. OnlineGambling.com is inspiring every gambler in the world to beat the odds. Go to OnlineGambling.com and check out the latest NFL playoff news and tips on how you can get the edge. Visit the website for NFL tips ahead of the playoffs. And visit the website for all the latest NFL news. Make sure you visit OnlineGambling.com NFL for all the latest gambling news and tips to give you the edge throughout the playoffs. Remember, OnlineGambling.com NFL to make the most of this year's playoffs. Thanks again for making Locked On Jets your first listen every day. Today we are recapping the Buffalo Bills 27-10 victory over the New York Jets yesterday in Buffalo. The Bills clinched their second consecutive AFC East championship. The Jets finished the season 4-13. This was as bad of an effort on offense as you'll see all season from any NFL team. The Jets finished the game with 53 net yards of offense. Now listen, the Jets were not putting a quality NFL team on the field yesterday. I mean, of their top four receivers, Jamison Crowder was the only one who played it all, and he had to leave in the first half with an injury. And you look at the guys the Jets were putting out there. I mean, you had multiple backup offensive linemen. You had, I mean, guys like Keelan Cole, Tariq Black going out, running routes for the Jets. I mean, this just was not a competent group of offensive players the Jets were putting on the field in this game. Just lots of injuries. And for the Jets to have a chance in this game, you were going to need some practice squad player to like play the game of his life. You were going to need somebody like a Tariq Black to play the game of his life. You needed somebody to show that, you know something, the league has underestimated me. I can really play, and I need my opportunity. But short of that, I mean, unless Zach Wilson was going to have a great game and lift the team on his shoulders, it just was not going to happen. That said, I mean, this is these are still NFL players. This may not be quality NFL players, but if you're in the NFL, you can play. It's one thing to say they were bad on. It's one thing for these guys to go out there and be bad and be unproductive. It's another to get 53 yards of offense. By the way, one of which came on that Wilson touchdown pass to Keelan Cole. So that, I mean, of the 53 yards, 40 of them came on that one t- on that one play. So the rest of the plays, the Jets gained a net of 13 yards in this game. I'm sorry, that's unacceptable. You know something? A couple years back, the Jets had Luke Falk playing quarterback in games early in the season. They had backups and they did not have a quality roster. And people defended Adam Gase. People said, well, what do you want him to do? I said, I want this offense to do something. But because you reach a certain level where the performance is just so bad that it's unacceptable. Because ultimately, the difference between a good NFL player and a bad NFL player is not that great. Yes, okay, a good NFL player, if he plays his best, he's going to beat a bad NFL player playing his best. But you can't just give a total pass for 53 yards of offense. This is on the coaching staff. It's all the guys who are out there. I'm sorry. You know something? You may not be good. You should be able to get more than you should be able to manufacture more than 53 yards in the game. Just a really frustrating way for the Jets to end their season, especially after such a good performance last weekend against Tampa Bay, where they really punched above their weight class. In this game, they didn't. This game, they turned in a dismal effort. And you know, I'm sorry. 
It's one thing to not score points. It's one thing to not be productive on offense. It's another to embarrass yourself. The Jets embarrass themselves in these games. And, you know, something I hate to say it, but Zach Wilson's got to take some grief for this. It's not Zach Wilson's fault. I mean, listen, they did not put him in a position to succeed, but I thought we saw some regression from Zach Wilson yesterday. I mean, the things he can control, he did not control. His mechanics were constantly falling apart. I mean, his footwork was awful in this game. He was really erratic on, on the few occasions where he had a chance to set his speed. I mean, I mentioned that Keelan Cole play. You know, the one that set up the touchdown was a really erratic throw. I mean, he was missing wildly. I mentioned where he missed Tevin Coleman down the left sideline in the third quarter, a play that really could have made a difference in the game. And beyond that, listen, the Jets' offensive line did a miserable job in this game. They did not generate any push up front. Nine sacks. Nine sacks is not acceptable. But you know something? On about half of those sacks, Zach Wilson at least had some culpability. I mean, he just did not seem like he knew what he was doing in the pocket yesterday. And you know something? I don't really know what you could say about Zach Wilson's season. It's just a major disappointment. You know, you try and find a narrative that you can point to and say, that makes you feel good. So at the beginning of the season, we were hoping Zach Wilson was going to have a great rookie year. Then, you know, after the injury, when he came back late November, it was, okay, he's had some time to sit. He's had some time to refresh his mind. He's had an opportunity to really get himself straight. Maybe he'll finish the season strong. And that really didn't happen. Then we got to like the last couple of weeks. It's like, okay, well, even though this has been a disappointing season, maybe he'll finish strong. Maybe he'll start to put the pieces together. And you could argue maybe he was beginning to do that. Somewhat against Jacksonville, more so against Tampa Bay. But then the last game, you see the regression. You know, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say with Zach Wilson. This season was a lost rookie season. All I can really say is, Hope you get better. You know, hope you work over the offseason. Come back next year and be better. Because this rookie year, it just did not work for him. And sometimes, you know, guys come back after a dismal rookie season, and they're better. And that's really all you can hope for for the Jets right now. Because the guy I saw yesterday, he regressed. I mean, he was the guy who struggled through so much of the season. I was really hoping Zach could put together at least somewhat of a competent game. Now, listen, he was not going to be able to move the ball consistently. The Jets were not going to be able to put up you know, 30, 35 points in this game. But things I wanted to see were consistent mechanics, making the right decisions, accuracy, some pocket presence. Did not see them in this game. Disappointing end to the season. And one other thing with Zach, he's got to get rid of the whole backpedaling thing. He should never backpedal again. That's one thing they need to drill into him this offseason. I mean, really, the only thing you can say with Zach is that through the second half of the season, he put the ball into danger less. That's good. That's nothing. That's not nothing. That's at least something. But the efficiency just has not been there. Just have to hope it gets better in the offseason and he comes back a different quarterback next year because that's really all the Jets can do at this point. Now ahead here on the Locked On Jets podcast, I will offer some final thoughts on the final game recap of the 2021 season. Hopefully this offseason, the Jets will add some players with some upside. And I want to tell you about an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about, and that's called GetUpside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now and use promo code TOUCHDOWN. You'll get a bonus $0.25 per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to $0.50 cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to $0.50 per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as $200 or $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon or other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to $0.50 per gallon cash back on your first tank. That's promo code TOUCHDOWN.
This is the Locked On Jets podcast, the day after the 2021 season ends for the New York Jets with a 27-10 loss to the Buffalo Bills. The Jets' final record in 2021 is 4-13. Now, over the course of the next couple weeks, we will break down in great detail what happened this season. This podcast will remain a daily podcast. We'll keep on doing it through the offseason. Now, at some point after the draft, we may go into a summer schedule where it won't be five days a week. It'll be a couple of days a week. And then once we get back to training camp, it'll be five days a week again. So plenty more to come here on the show. And thank you so much for listening through the season. What can we say about the 2021 Jets? Well, I think if we're being honest, if somebody came to you before the season began and said 4-13, and 13, you would not be happy. And I think we have to be honest about this. This was a disappointing year for the Jets. They did not make the progress I think a lot of us were hoping they would. That does not mean they made no progress. Listen, this team was better than they were a year ago. There were some moments where they were every bit as bad as they were a year ago, but I don't think last year you had the moments like beating the Titans, beating the Bengals, playing toe-to-toe against Tampa Bay. I know the Jets won a couple late-season games. I mean, one was against the Rams, where the Rams, I don't think, took the game seriously. Their other win was against uh, Cleveland, where Cleveland did not have any wide receivers. I think that this year the highs were higher. Maybe the lows were just as low, but the highs were higher this year. And in addition to that, I think you did see some progress from some young players. Bryce Hall really broke out, showed that he's going to be part of the solution in the cornerback room. I think you saw rookies, Elijah Vera Tucker, Elijah Moore, Michael Carter, Michael Carter II, show to varying degrees that they can be part of the solution too. I mean, when you have a rookie class that gives you four players who are immediate starters who are playing well, that's pretty good. And listen, I don't think there's any question the Jets had some bad injury luck this season. When your top free agent signing suffers a season-ending injury in training camp, that's just bad luck. And this was a Jets team that really did not have the depth required to withstand injuries. So that played a role in all of these struggles. But to me, excuse time is now over for Joe Douglas and Robert Sala. You know, they're going to have two top 10 picks in this coming draft. Pick number four and pick number 10. Number 10 is Seattle's pick. They're also going to have two early second round picks, the Jets' own pick and Carolina's pick. And once again, they're going to have a lot of cap space. So this is a team that should make major strides this offseason. We are past the point of tearing this thing down. And I think it's fair that the pressure on the guys running the team rises accordingly. We're past the point where I think we are past the point where four wins is ever going to be acceptable again. The Jets need to make strides. It's Yes, it's still about progress to some extent, but you can't just totally dismiss wins and losses. And I don't think you could dismiss wins and losses this year, but this year I had a little bit more patience because the Jets were still kind of in teardown mode. They were building the foundation. This is the offseason to make a move, and this may be the offseason that determines whether Joe Douglas and Robert Sala are ultimately successful on the job. You know, We're past the point of building now, and I think we're past the point where the Jets can look at relatively minor accomplishes, accomplishments and say, that we're heading in the right direction. We now need to see much more. The more we go on, the deeper we get into this, the more tangible the progress needs to be. And I think if you've been patient, I think that's been fair. I think some patience was required, but I think it's also fair that the patience level should start to get lower over the next year and especially over the next two years because this is the time. This is the time where Robert Sala and Joe Douglas are going to either show that they're the right guys or they're going to show that they're not the right guys and we'll be starting over once again. Anyway, we have a full offseason to talk about this again. We're going to continue going five days a week through the offseason, through the draft. 
So please continue to tune in every day. And thank you so much for all of your support this year. This has been the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, if you enjoy the show, subscribe to it and leave it a good review. Have a great Monday, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more Jets.